Hey guys, Perry just up top. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that I missed in the actual episode. First off, this is episode 160. I think I said episode 158 or 159 at some point throughout the <laughs> throughout the episode. So I wanted to correct that. I'm not crazy. I just have a lot of stuff going on. I apologize, but I know what episode it is now. It's 160. Yay, hooray. Which means we've got just, you know, we got a while. We got longer than I thought we did for episode 200. So it's not 12 weeks away. I know I said that at some point in this in this episode. I'm just, my brain is not working the way that it should. So we'll, uh, yeah, just ignore that part later on. Also, I, I don't mention this until later on in the episode, but I wanted to bring it up up top. You can find our brand new glassware that says this is my bourbon drinking glass on it. They're Glencairns. You can find them at whiskeyambitions.com. It's the same place that Chad and Sarah from It's Bourbon Night host all of their apparel and their merchandise. Uh, you can go over there and check them out. We are about halfway sold out of them. Uh, so if you, if you have not gone and picked up one of your This Is My Bourbon Drinking Glass Glencairns just yet, please go and do so. It supports the show. It supports what we do. Uh, and they're really, really super awesome. I love them. We were drinking out of them uh, on this episode. So go and check that out. All right. Enough for me. Let's get into the episode. Everybody, welcome to the very first episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast for 2021. My name is Perry. I'm the host of this show. With me, as usual, is the co-host, the bird with the most, Swan. I have nothing, but I will take the most title. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Hey, Swan. What's up, buddy? Not it's been much, a while. man. It has been a while. We talked about it on the pregame chats, but we both had pretty good, uh, pretty good holiday seasons. We did. New Year's was spectacular. Stayed home. Great. Yes. It was great. Yeah. That's all I can say. I will say it was a little depressing. I I got on YouTube looking for the the ball to drop on some sort of live, and (laughs) instead the number one was just, look how empty Times Square is. And it was just... You can hear Ryan Seacrest in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Or drunk Andy Cohen. Do you ever watch any of the video of Andy Cohen? No. It was brutal i he was hosted honestly what else are you doing i mean <laughs> at the end of the year that we had you know there's some people that was they were toasted like three quarters of the time i mean why not i'm not gonna raise my hand to that but y'all probably know that might be a little bit true anyway i uh, Welcome anybody who is a first-time listener of the show. We are very thankful to have you here. If you have not yet, please leave a rating and review. Subscribe to the podcast. It comes out every Wednesday, whether it's a banked episode or not. We really kind of ended 2020 on a thud with a banked episode, but... Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, you know what? That's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Yeah, it's all good. And if you're a returning listener, thanks for being back. Hope that the end of the year treated you well and that your 2021's off to a good start. We start off every episode, though, with Flying Blind. We do. And this week, I'm really excited for Swan to fly blind. Put your glasses on first, though, dude. Uh, I, I didn't. I've not had them. I lost them. <laughs> I don't know where they're at. 
been driving blind for like two weeks. Swan. <laughs> Watch out, the people of Man of War. I'm coming for you. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it smells so good. I wasn't trying to trick you with this one or anything. I legitimately wanted you to... That word was legitimately, by the way. I just kind of steamrolled through it. Enjoy this flying blind. Oh, that's so tasty. <laughs> I don't think they ever made them, but did you ever have those cream saver candies? We talked about this like two weeks ago. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> the cream saver, like, could you imagine if they made a butterscotch version of it? Oh, that would be amazing. That's this bourbon. That's 100% what this yeah, is. Just butterscotch cream saver. Yeah. So this is the Russell's pick that you all got in at Total Wine. Yes. What, like a couple days ago? Yeah. This is spectacular. This, it's, this is, it's a, a Rickhouse B, which I don't think I've ever really seen or had a Rickhouse B pick before. But it's stupid good. It is, man. That is so tasty. Yeah. Good job, Total Wine. Yeah, I mean, even if we just sip on this for the rest of the episode, I think I'd be happy. I mean, variety is the spice of life. It is, which is why I have so many bottles. Yeah, yeah. That's what we'll keep saying. Yeah. That's That's what what I keep telling myself at the very least. (laughs) That's tasty, man. It's really good. I'm going to hoard it for a little while. Totally fine. mm. So this is our big recap episode. This is, yes. For 2020, where we reveal our best and worst in some honorable mentions as well. Yeah. From 2020. Um, I am slightly nervous to get into this. Me too. I have a lot of honorable mentions. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many honorable mentions. I have a couple that were like my most disappointing, you know, but... It, uh, yeah, it was a weird year. <laughs> and I almost feel like I needed a top 20 in some regards as well. Yeah, I do, I do too. I, I really struggled because I feel like, like four of them tied for fifth, you know? Like I just had like a, <laughs> right. You're a just weird splitting like, hairs at that point. Yeah, I'm just like, all these are perfect the way they are. And like, this is why I like variety and the amount of bottles I have in my house. Yeah, absolutely. So that I can go between these. Like, there is a first through tenth on this list, but I mean, depending on the day, could change. I could change it, yeah. or I could just be like, "Oh, well, I'd prefer to go back and have this as opposed to blank," just yep. because that's the mood I'm in now. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Before we get into that, though, we have some news. But I also have to ask you, Swan, what the heck have you been drinking recently? Oh man, it's the holidays. Everything, <laughs> ever so much. Honestly, I've been having a lot of uh, the new Lou Toasted pick that we have in. We had we got mm-hmm. a new one. It's pretty good. Um, I liked uh, the last one a little bit better, personally. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I've had some Knob Creek picks. Mm-hmm. Picks with an S. <laughs> All fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then, what else? Rare Breed. Can't go wrong with that. Had some Makers, a little bit of Blanton's, some Elijah Craig. And, and, and. It's a long list. Yeah. Yeah. Rare Breed is definitely what kind of got me through the holidays this year. 
this past year. It's like it's like a hug, man. It is. It it's makes like, you feel good about life. Yeah. You know? And, you know, we always are like, oh, it'd be cool if it were a little bit higher proof. No, it's fine. Nah. It's fine right nah, where it's I at, man. It. I don't need it any you higher proof. You know that, proof. like... Like a warm hug from a loved one, that like slight bit of serotonin that hits your <laughs> hits your brain. That's rare breed. That's rare breed. <laughs> That's. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm on board with that. That is a perfect description, man. I'm not a. I'm not upset with that description at all. Oh man, what have I been been drinking on? I found Bullet Barrel Strength. Recently, can't go wrong with that, man. You got that high proof one. Yeah, didn't it's you? super high proof. It's a. Uh, 62.7%. So, Yikes. 123.4? That, sure. Like, I just wasn't expecting to find a proof that high. No, I think I had 119.2 like every time mm-hmm. or something. It was around 119 yeah. like every single time I bought. I say super high, super high proof, but it's not actually. For Bullet, it is. For Bullet, it absolutely is. I yeah. mean, if, if you're just taking it from the, you know, this was sourced from Four Roses method. That's really pretty high proof for Four Roses. It is. I mean, if we... That's like hazmat bullet, you know? Yeah. So, I've had that... Man, I've just had so much stuff. Uh, Spirits of French Lick. Alan sent me a couple of bottles. Nice. Uh, one's a four-grain bottled and bond. The other's a high rye bottled and bond. I need to get you to try those sometime soon. We actually we might have to do reviews of them oh no well. I, yeah, I'm what a that, shame man. what a shame i uh, the knob creek cast strength 12 year olds nah oh <laughs> nah. i did pick up the um the 124.3 proof from you all yesterday too yeah <sighs> it's good i really wish it came out in 2020 instead of 2021 <laughs> well no it did Huh? The, they, yeah, they put those out all year. People got different proofs depending on the store. We just bought like a pallet of this, and it came out. So like there was one twenty point five. I saw one that was one twenty five point six, one twenty four point three. I broke Perry. He's. I mean, just it's all over the place. I did. I will say too. I drank quite a bit of Rifmus. Good man. Over, you know, I I just the amount of people that wanted that pick. After they saw the sticker? After they saw the sticker? And the, and the wax. And the wax. And Travis Gents holding it in a giant bunny costume. Okay, I want to correct you. It is Gents. Gents. Yeah. Gents. Holding it in a he giant... Text, he texted me one time when you said Gents. My bad. <laughs> you never know, but, man. But it wasn't just Travis that did that. You did that, too. I, yeah, I did that, too. He was definitely... <laughs> I kid you not, my... My stepmom came over yesterday, and she was just like, here's your Christmas gifts. I hadn't seen her yet, because yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. was weird this year. And she came over, and I got some stuff, and I opened it. And she's like, I want you to try this one. I'm like, you got to put it on. And I'm like, okay. And I mean, usually they get me like a, a hoodie or something, you know, just something generic. And yeah. I opened it up, and it was a freaking bunny costume. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Aunt Clara always gives you the nicest gifts. She does. She does. <laughs> So I put it on, and there's just a picture of me holding our bottle. Just, Heck yeah, dude. Just like, oh, I can't, <laughs> can't believe this is happening. I uh, I broke out that and uh, some of the whiskey drummer for Christmas Day. Nice with Papa Ritter. Yeah, so, it was good, man. I, I I enjoyed these holidays quite a bit. Having the baby just made it like that much better. 
it probably took the pressure off of so perry how's the job everyone's like i don't care about you anymore look at that kid i still got questions about my job oh no <laughs> my parents ask about my cats now have i i don't even know if i've talked about what i do now on the show no i have no clue you don't know what i do no I work customer service for Papa John's. That's fantastic. On their social media. I love that. I really haven't told you that? No, I, I saw at one point that you said that work made you hungry and you wanted to order pizza. And I was like, there's probably a correlation here, but didn't ask <laughs> any questions. Yeah, so I, if you get Papa John's and you have an issue with your order, um, I am one of the people who sees your complaint on social media. So if you go and you tweet about how you ordered a new stuffed crust pizza and there was barely any cheese in it, or if you got a papadilla and there was too many pickles on the cheeseburger one, um, I have to look at that. And then I have to reach out and say, hey, we're really sorry about that. Here's a code for a free papadilla the next time you order or 50% off your next pizza. It's fantastic. It's pretty great, man. I don't have to talk to anybody on the phone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's the best part about it that's that's fantastic <laughs> see now i feel bad because i got a delivery the other day from doordash and the lady was just like i put no contact delivery as most people do and i i got a phone call and i was like oh gosh can you not read the instructions and she's like there's a cat outside and she looks like she's just ready to eat your food so oh. and i'm just like oh that's probably my cat it's the neighbors, but I love her. And so she ran into the house, like the, the cat, and then I grabbed my food. And then on the little notes section, I put, uh, super nice, pet my cat. She was really cool. And then after the fact, I was like, oh, maybe that's not, <laughs> maybe that's not what Qdoba wanted to see with their, <laughs> with their delivery status. Regardless, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing now. Dude, that was so long of a story, so, but it was great. Yeah. It's just good to catch up, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, let's catch up on some news. Absolutely. We have so much of it. We have, we have quite a bit. Um, some good stuff, some not-so-good stuff. One of the not-so-good things is that Willie Pratt, uh, who was the emeritus, right? Master distiller for Michter's, passed away. Um, super, super loved by people in the industry. Um, he was just kind of a pioneer for making Michter's what it is today uh, and reviving that brand. So very, very sad to hear that. Uh, passed away right before right before uh, New Year's Eve. But uh, yeah, man, just just one last person in the whiskey world that we had to we had to say goodbye to. Yeah, before 2020 ended. Uh, the Bro Brothers Distillery is officially open. Good business. Good. I actually, you know what's crazy? I saw a commercial for them on TV on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. Not kidding. I was blown away. Yeah. That they have commercials already. They do, man. (laughs) They do. They have commercials, and believe it or not, the amount of people that call and specifically ask to see if we have that in is ridiculous. No kidding. Yeah. Good for them. Stuff is popular. Yeah, it absolutely is. We'll need to get them on the show sometime in the nearish future yeah because the first time we saw him poor dude rolled up and he was just like handing out samples and stuff and i didn't think he realized how busy it was gonna be Mm -hmm. and it was just him in this booth and he's looking around and i'm sure he was just like wow every booth's got like four or five representatives (laughs) this is nuts maybe we need to bring somebody else in he was pouring samples all day we Mm -hmm. asked him to come to the booth he just did not have time 
No, and he like came over and apologized at one point too. And we were like, "You're busy. Why? <laughs> why are everyone loves your stuff and you were busy? <laughs> that is not a problem, man. What a what a shame for you. Uh, so go check them out. Go buy it. Go buy a bottle. It's pretty cool stuff. Heaven Hill has filled their nine millionth barrel. That's insane. That's wild. I can't wait to not get a sample of this. <laughs> I, the only reason I say that, and I'm just slightly salty, but I understand the the limited availability of it and everything, but I really, really wanted to try the 85th anniversary single barrel that they put out last year. Yeah. <laughs> I asked a couple of times, and after I got the second response where they were like, uh, it's super limited, but if we have any more left over, we'll send one to you. I was like, oh, I asked this question already. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave me the answer already. So Yeah, it's yeah. all good. Felt kind of bad about it, but um, crazy. Nine million barrels. Very, very cool. That's I, insane, I'm man. Looking forward to seeing what this is going to actually be like in the you know 10 plus years that it's going to be sitting in there. Uh, I want to try it. Can I, I want to try it. Can I get a sample of that one? <laughs> I get a sample of everything from Heaven Hill if I could. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. How about some weekly releases? What we got? Jefferson's Reserve Single Barrel 100 Proof. Okay. I See, I'm all right with that because Jefferson's does better with me with extra proof or if they add in more rye content. I like the chef's collaboration. Mm-hmm. I do too. Uh, $55 a bottle. Supposed to be out now. So oh. I would I would be interested in picking one of these up. Um, not, of course, the biggest Jefferson's fan. No. There are some really, really strong members of their their product line there is but, but jefferson's is like will it man when they when somebody becomes a fan of that distillery that yeah. is their thing yep like they yep. just dig their teeth in on those uh and in new mgp rye uh it's called buzzards buzzards can i can i read buzzards roost toasted barrel rye okay i uh, finished three years old and that is 103 proof 79 bucks a bottle for sale in Kentucky only. Um, yeah, it's produced. Wait, where is it going? Where is it? I don't know. Anyway, I, I'd, I'd try this. Nice mm-hmm. toasted barrel. Toasted barrel ride. That's it for uh, releases. Man, we're really flying through some of this. Uh, we got some TTB labels as well. The newest Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. 115 proof oh so it's another cast strength one mm-hmm. nice voyage 24 so i'm waiting for them to do a cast strength weeded i think that'd be interesting i guess they haven't done that yet have they no that's like a culmination of a few things that they kind of parcel out over releases but they've not done it together mm-hmm. so I, I would probably jump on one of those i don't know if you've seen this one yet either jack daniels bonded that uh has been out for a long time really yeah, but I oh. think that one specifically was uh, in a one liter, and I'm wanting to say it was duty-free shop only. Oh, okay. Well, so maybe this is hitting the market finally. Yeah, this is going to be a 750. Okay. So Yeah, that, that one I've, I've seen, I thought I saw it for a while. It might be the gold label, but I know that it's, it's got like a gold uh, label on it. This has a black label. Hmm. Or I'm just in a fever dream. That could also be it. <laughs> Wake up, but Swan. Come I, back I to reality. I they had them in, in duty-free shops for a while. I, I mean, it could be. 
You could yeah. totally be thinking, why don't we just look? Let's just fact check Swan real fast. Uh, I'm seeing a bottled and bond, but I don't know if it's... So what's what's the difference then? We've got a Jack Daniels bonded and a Jack Daniels bottled and bond. That's what I'm thinking about. But I don't know. I don't think there's a difference. I don't think there is either. Maybe it's just slightly different name and available to everybody now. Because they did that with Makers 101 too, right? That was duty free for a uh-huh. long time and it was in a slightly larger bottle. Yeah. I don't know. Really bizarre. But hey, I'm fine with it. I sure, mean, we why both not? have enjoyed Jack Daniels at slightly higher proofs. Yeah, we absolutely have. Um, I did pick up a bottle of single barrel barrel proof. Nothing wrong with it, man. So, sue me. Anyway, (laughs) don't sue me, please. The batch names for bookers in 2021 have also been revealed. Oh, all of them? All four of them. Wow. On the TTB website. That's bold. Yeah. Uh, 2021 01 is going to be called Donahoe's Batch. 127.3 proof, six years, seven months, seven days. What what did I say? I just know how much fun people had with uh, Teresa's batch. Oh, yeah. Granny, uh, and Granny's batch. Yeah, and Granny's batch. No. That I don't see this going well, but no. I appreciate it. I no. know they got to put a name on it. Yeah, they do. Uh, let's see. O2 is going to be... Oh, so, okay. It looks like they have a generic proof and age... For each of them, so uh, that one twenty-seven point, yeah. See, all three of, all four of these rather, have the same proof and age on them. So I'm guessing that's going to change uh, once they actually get the blend figured out. Tag along batch is O2. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that there's some sentimentality going into that one. Bardstown batch is O3, and O4, no strangers batch. I like that. There's some sentimentality going into the, the yeah. Booker's batches this year. That'd be good. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to those. Um, hopefully 2021 is going to be a better year for Booker's than 2020 was. But I think they, they had two good batches this year. I just thought everything was okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just me. Just me, man. But, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? I think it's time. Swan... We, fin- we finally have to get into it. Get into so- what? <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, we are going to be talking about our best bourbons and or rise of 2020 now. Before we start, I have a lot of rye on mine. A lot of rye whiskeys? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, that's exciting, actually. Hmm. Absolutely. So are we just doing top ten, and or do you want to go with honorable mentions first? Yeah, we'll go with honorable mentions and uh, most disappointing first, I guess. All right. Um, I want to say too before we get into this, we don't go through and taste all all the products that we have no on our list as we are making our list. We have had everything that has made it onto our lists, but not everything is battled up against each other. Yeah, we didn't have these within the last like. Two weeks to exactly. kind of do like a comparison. Yeah. A lot of this is going to have a little bit of, um, you know, the moment I had that bourbon uh, or that whiskey, you know, kind of how I felt about it, kind of ingrained and in maybe where we had it or who we had it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
all of these nonetheless are going to be great bourbons and or whiskeys and are probably going to be sought after and some are definitely limited so it's uh you'll, you'll get a good mix of something i can find probably and, uh-huh. and something you you definitely won't find <laughs> you want to go ahead with your honorable mentions yeah let's uh let's talk about it i've got a f- actually i'm going to talk about some of my most disappointing okay ones first um all <laughs> man all the old forester products this year i just thought were pretty average i thought the 150th was phenomenal i thought it was good but i just i wish that it had a little bit more to it okay i feel that i do think though that the birthday bourbon this year was not that good i thought it was fine yeah i was a little like and this one's gonna be this is the big one for me this is gonna be comparatively to other years this is not that it was disappointing as an actual bourbon. Sure. But the Four Roses limited edition small batch. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't think it did anything better for me personally than the small batch select. Now, maybe that just no. means you put out something that was too good and it's not living up to it. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that being said, last year's and especially 2018's, phenomenal. Yeah. This year I had it and I was just like, like cinnamon rolls and praline you know yeah and it's just it's fine it's It's just fine um again four rows of small batch select i wish that that i if that product had come out every year Mm -hmm. as a new release i probably would have called it my best bourbon of, (laughs) of that year that's fair consistently i do have the biggest disappointment for me though go for it new riff winter whiskey Oh, interesting. I tried it, man. Whew. It is just, it's its strange. You want to try it live? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Because I don't think I've actually had this yet. I, I've i had it. you got a smaller sample. If you want to just go for it, you let me know. You can have some. Cool. All right. Okay. And it's not, I, I think it's possibly going to be just me on this one out of us two, because this is them showing off their brewery heritage along with a bourbon and uh i'm not a beer guy it doesn't smell bad no just kind of smells kind of fruity a little bit of chocolate a little bit of cinnamon spice just the amount of people that hyped this up and then for me to taste it and i was just kind of like okay (laughs) i was just i just i just didn't get it i couldn't wrap my head around it there you go that's that face Oh, no, that's not for me. Yep. I will say, it sits on your palate, and you get that kind of, like, chocolate portery-ish thing going on. Yeah. I get I it. don't disagree with that. But the mid-palate is just, like, confused. I just, I don't go, I, I, uh, I don't not, know. I'm just not a big fan of that. No. And I've heard from multiple people it needs to open up quite a bit, uh, like a lot so maybe we let it sit. We come back to it. Yeah, that's fine. But that was my <laughs> that was my one where I was just like, man, New Riff has had just hitter after hitter yeah, after yeah, hitter, yeah. and then this one came out, and I'm like, this is either just the most ridiculous niche product, or it's just not good. It's one of the two. Yeah, I I, I couldn't figure it out. Sorry, Ian. Um, <laughs> I will also say, Castle and Key Rye. 
Castle and Key Rye one for the, me. One of the more disappointing. But it, it rides the fence between honorable, men, honorable mention and disappointing for me. For me, I don't even want to put it on either of those. I think it's fine. Really? I just don't want to judge them based on their very first product. They're, okay, okay, that's fair. They've already put out Batch 2, and I've heard from a lot of people that the first one was meh. The second one had a little more rye spice to it, a little more kick to it. Okay. Kind of hit a niche a little more as opposed to just a giant audience. And I, I, I feel that. I, I want to I wrap my head around Batch 2 before I, I give Restoration uh, you know, a grade almost as a whole. That's fair. I'm not upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about honorable mentions then. I I feel bad putting this one on there, but mm-hmm. there were things that I really, really liked better than it. Let's preface this. We've had a lot of bourbon this We've year. Had a lot of- <laughs> so <laughs> our honorable mentions by all means could Woo! possibly hit somebody else's top ten. Uh-huh. Indeed. Um Elijah Craig Rye. Okay. I put Elijah Craig toasted. I put, well, Elijah Craig Toasted was on my top 10 mm-hmm. at number 10. But then I remembered something else yes. that eked it out. So I'm actually going to put Toasted and the Rye on my honorable mentions. I love both of those bottles. I think that Heaven Hill did a phenomenal job with both of them. I just found better products this year than those two. And keep in mind, this is going up against a lot of limited editions. So for it to be (laughs) in that category Uh at all is good. I think the rye drinks more like a pre-made cocktail. Yeah. And it was made for cocktails. Yeah. And it's fine. I'm just excited to see it here eventually. I am too. Uh, Do you want to go next? Do we want to kind of just talk about them in general? Do you want me to rattle some off? Do you want to rattle some off? Yeah, I'll I'll go with another one. Uh, I I thought the... uh, William Heaven Hill from this year that I tried. I actually don't think year. I ever got to try it. It's uh, it's pretty tasty, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just uh, comparing it to last year's. Yeah, I mean, dude, it just didn't it's stand difficult. up. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't yeah. stand up. I uh, Turkey Seventeen bottle and bond. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's on mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's good. I feel like. Uh, they they needed to bring it down a couple of years or something. It just it had like an over oats kind of thing going on. It it rode that line of like almost I, I burned the brown sugar just a little too much, you know. Like it was just yeah. I don't know. Can I say something? Yeah. I don't think it opened up very well. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know when the last time you had it was, but after being open for a while, mm-hmm. got a little briny. See, I don't think I would mind that. I'll okay. be honest. But okay. Understandable. Sure. Yeah, I just sure. thought even the initial product, the neck pour that I had, it was like a couple pours after the neck pour, but still. <laughs> it was just fine. Uh, you got another one? Uh, I actually uh, put the Booker's, um, the pigskin batch. Hmm. Okay. That was actually my favorite of this year. Nice. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even touch the Booker's this year for... I thought it was good, man. Pretty much I really reasons. did. Yeah. I, I thought it was it was nice. It just lacked that slight bit of like bit the bit from like the mid palette to the finish. It was like it was just missing a piece. Yeah. It was like somebody took the wrong Lego. It was just <laughs> I don't know. Good. Just needed a little bit of kind of like a connection piece sure. there. And sure. it was fine. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm going to throw these two together, Barrel New Year and uh, the Barrels 25 through 27. Excuse me. Okay. They gotcha. were all so good. Really, really great products. Not had most of those. Yeah, so I know that you one, haven't. That one's not in my consideration. I'd throw Armida in there as well. Yeah, too. I did have the Armida. I like it. Uh, I don't even know if I'd want to put that on a bourbon and rye listing. <laughs> I, that's fair. That's uh, fair. It was great, though. But it, it was just a really interesting, different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just uh, doesn't make sense on this list. Uh, and then the last one for me is New Riff Maltsters. Nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed they the were good. rye Maltsters that yeah. I had. Mm-hmm. Not the weed. I haven't had that one. Um, I'll th- rattle off some other ones as well. Wilderness Trail 6-Year, Chicken Cock 15, uh, the Kentucky Owl products. I wanted to include at least one of them on my top 10, but... And, and I do love those bottles mm-hmm. a lot. Um, something about it just didn't seem right <laughs> to include those on my, my top ten. I don't know. Uh, the Bardstown releases this year were all super, super good. Uh, the Benchmark releases as well that came out this year, a really interesting yep. and cool addition to the Buffalo Trace line, especially I want to point out the uh, benchmark foolproof, which is just about the highest proof bourbon you can get for the price. That is about the best deal for proof in, wise, in, bourbon. in bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Hands, hands down, I would say. Uh, Bullet Blender Select, and uh, I, I, I battled a little bit on whether or not to put this one in most disappointing or honorable mentions, but Larceny Barrel Proof... I started out really rocky, mm-hmm. improved a little bit, but I don't think it improved enough for me at the very least to make it onto my top 10 list. They just consistently was like C plus. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like you can do better than this, but at the same time, it was good. I mean, it, it was good. Yeah. It's just 2021. And I got excited the other night too, thinking about we're going to be getting the new batches of Larceny and Elijah Craig soon. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see what 2021 brings for both of them. Absolutely. I wanted to, I wanted to float this past you, too, because i kind of been thinking about it um, in the ether a bit. Uh, do you have a, a best overall distillery? For the year, or most improved, or best in show, or what? I I had kind of a new distillery that I liked. I mean, I've I've enjoyed the Nulu products, and I like yeah. how much they're experimenting. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Uh, most improved for me is going to lead me into my number ten. So I'll leave that for a second here. Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, but honestly, Bardstown Bourbon Company. Mm-hmm. We I think we did this last year with them. But as far as just best distillery, they are putting out some of the most interesting stuff. Had COVID not been a thing, they would have held probably the best events. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just have a way of inviting you in and making you feel comfortable without pushing heritage down your throat. Like, yeah. I mean, it is one of the few bourbon brands on the shelf that is not just heritage-driven after heritage-driven after long backstory 
of master distillers with X amount of experience. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they, they took all that crap, put it to the side and said, we're going to do us. It's going to be new. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting and it's going to be accessible for everybody. And I, I cannot be more happy with that distillery. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, if I had to throw another one in there as well, I thought Jim Beam had an excellent year. They did. They did. I, I thought that this was one of the best years Jim Beam yeah. might have ever had. And most but improved, I'll throw Makers on there, man. I 100% agree. Makers. I, I thought Makers this past year just killed it. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not usually one to give Makers accolades, but SE4 <laughs> PR5 was great. Oh, they got man. me excited immediately with their press timing about the FA1 or whatever yeah, it is yeah, for yeah. next year. I haven't, I haven't really seen it, but I've heard yeah. about it. So The community batch, that was cool. Oh, Makers 46 cash strength. Um, no, I haven't. Um, I got a sample of it around here somewhere. We will, we will definitely get to it. <laughs> um, I mean, they just, they did good this year, man. I think it's all the way over there. It was great. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get into that. Okay. So number 10. Yeah. So this is where I'll kind of lead in from the last one. Yeah. 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 Most improved distillery for me this year was James E. Pepper. Nice. Their their rye. Their, their rye new, was so good. Their new four year rye, yeah. the single barrel, hundred and ten proof, I believe. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. I I would throw that into my honorable mentions as well. Yeah. That bottle. If I can still find it, I I might have to go pick one up. I've yeah, I'll get you one. Okay, thank you. Yeah. No, it's so good, man. <laughs> it it's finally a, a higher than fifty one percent rye that I feel like I can press. Yeah to new people wanting to get into rye mm-hmm. other than Pikesville because it's basically been like, Oh, I like cash strength. You know, what should I get? And it's like Pikesville, Pikesville, Pikesville. Um, and three more Pikesville, Pikesville, Pikesville. It was just, <laughs> it was that over and over again. And now we finally have one that I feel like here's one that's a barely legal. Here's one that's a little higher. And then there's also new riff. And I feel like those yeah. three are just great. Yeah. You know, I other totally than agree. what you're going to get in a restaurant. I mean, everyone's going to have Old Forester and Rittenhouse. That's fine. I I have one rye on my list. Um, we'll get to it a little bit later. I I think that's a really good number 10. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. My number 10 is Yellowstone LE. Okay. Yeah. I keep going back to this bottle. It's good. I just, I, I, I wish the it. Armagnac punched through a little more. I do too. That was, I where, do that too. was what prevented me from putting it on the list. But... I think that it is one of the best products to come out of Yellowstone in a while. I will say, though, I did have the 2017 LE mm-hmm. a couple nights ago. Leaps and bounds better. It is. Yeah. But I I think this bottle holds so much of the story of 2020 as well. Mm-hmm. And the innovation that came out of it with people trying the Armagnac barrels. And seeing what it was going to to do, how it was going to interact with the bourbon. And I think this is one of the most successful examples of it. It is, yeah. From from 2020. I think they set a precedent this year that Armagnac needs to be experimented more with. A hundred percent agree. And that's pioneer the way, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's good. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Number nine. Number nine. Elijah Craig B520. Wow. Yeah, it didn't go very high for me, man. It didn't. No. Elijah Craig was a miss for me this year. Wow. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I thought A120 was good. I thought B520 was better. And I thought the last one was just hot. 
I just I, I couldn't get over the amount of ethanol. Like sure. he, there's not an Elijah Craig I've got at home where I'm just like, oh, this is too hot for me. I'll come back to it occasionally. No. Yeah. A hundred and thirty nine point four proof one that came out a few <laughs> years ago. Fantastic. Bring it on, man. It's just this one in particular had a lot of ethanol. And this year just kinda of fell flat. Honestly, all of the Larceny and Elijah Craig just kinda of, it was just a constant like C B, we you know, you know, you're doing sure, great. Yeah. There's just other stuff in this list I just felt like did it did better jobs. I can get on board with that. Yeah. My number nine, the new Jim Beam single barrel at hundred and eight proof. Yeah. I love this bottle so much. I treat it almost as a daily drinker. Yeah. Really. Um, I I think that they stepped up their game from the old 95 proof single barrels. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, and now it looks more like a Jim Beam product as well. They had that weird, oddly like coffin shaped bottle too with the 95 proof single barrel. Yeah. And it was a good product. Don't get me wrong, but I just think that the 108 truly helped show what beam can do at a mid high proof range, lower high proof. Absolutely. I, uh, I I love it. I can't understand why they did it. (laughs) Does that make any sense? I mean, okay. Most places I've been, it's just like, check that out. It's, 25 bucks it's 108 proof Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal yeah and it's just like that's a no-brainer and then the person behind the desk is like do you need any bakers we've got that on here as well it's like (laughs) the same thing yeah exactly he's like but this one's this one's like almost 50 bucks and they're just like yeah but this one's literally half the price yeah but stop talking it's right here (laughs) like i just i can't wrap my head around it. i think it might be the different mash bills more than anything maybe because i think bakers is the high right uh I can't remember for sure. Either way, it's Doesn't just matter. it confuses me, man. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight for me is the Parker's Heritage Heavy Char. Ooh, I also had a Heaven Hill product at number eight. Yeah. What you have? Old Fitz fourteen. Okay. See, the Old Fitz didn't also didn't really do it for me this year. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say, I the earliest release, whatever that was, a nine year, mm-hmm. was not good. I thought it was so flat. Yeah, you you had a little bit of a letdown on that one, <laughs> and a breakdown. Yeah, but. <laughs> dude, the heavy char is so good. Heavy char is really it good. needs to it needs to open up in the glass so bad, but once it does, yeah. it is phenomenal. We'll talk about the heavy char on my end here a little bit later. Yeah, but uh, I I think the old fits fourteen was phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's an expensive bottle. I still think it's a really great value. I think as far as value goes, the old Fitz bottle and bond decanters are so accurate. They are. In yeah. their pricing. I think that's just... It's $10 a year. It is. And you get a really beautiful bottle with it. Ever since that has come out, that's been my pricing standard. Mm-hmm. Because I know that anybody making an LE is going to pay a significant amount of money on making it look like yeah. an LE. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I just assume that like, Hey, if it gets out of this range of like $10 a year, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, For sure. For I mean, sure. it's just, it's great. Unless it's a craft distillery, <laughs> uh, you know, and then, then I get it, you know, but if you've got Jim Beam going, Hey, we've got a, you know, a seven year, uh, 
here, not to pick on Heaven Hill again, but we've got a 85th <laughs> anniversary, and it's going for how much? And it's like, how, yeah. how old is this? It's like 13 years old. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make sense. But it's got the box with it, though. It's got a box. It's got the box. It's cool. got the pretty bottle. The other one's a decanter. I mean, if somebody broke in your house, yeah. you could beat them with it. I mean, it's <laughs> not my first thought, but okay. Yeah, it's huge. Also but, fair. <laughs> It's just so dense and cool. Swan's, you know? Swan's getting more violent with his bottles than I am. I keep forgetting to lock the door, man. <laughs> That's on you, boo-boo. Yeah. Number seven. Number seven, rare breed rye. I, I'll go ahead and tell you, my number six was rare breed rye. Okay. So kind of splitting hairs there, but yeah. Um, man, I love that so much. Dude, it is so good. It's it's so good oh. <laughs> for them to miss so bad for a few people on the 17 year uh-huh to, to put out hey this is a daily drinker that's usually like kind of like a plus extra 15 dollars maybe yeah. but it's kind of limited it's kind of special it's cool it's whatever yeah. dude i'm so happy with it. i am too i'm so happy with it. i am too um my number seven was stag junior batch 14 okay i haven't had that one okay yeah but, but it's I'm sure it's fantastic. It is. I, you know, it's crazy because it's yet another year where the Stag Junior is better than the Daddy Stag. Yeah. I mean, this is at least the second year in a row when that's happened. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. Um, this year's Stag you just didn't. You don't sound so convinced. Well, it just didn't. It just, <laughs> I, didn't I haven't had the Stag Junior, so yeah. I'm, I'm literally not convinced uh but i mean this year's stag just didn't hold up in the lineup no it didn't what we we put it at number three out of the five yeah and i mean stag is supposed to be one of those premier brands that like it is the best of the best for a lot of people and it just didn't didn't really you know register the same as it does in years past yeah for sure uh so that was number seven now it's time for number six yours was the rare breed mine was the rare breed rye yeah mine is another rye Saz 18. Ooh, buddy. Dude, the Saz 18 from this year just blew my mind. It was so good. It's so good. I I think it would honestly be number one had it had extra proof. Yeah, I can can get on board with that. I actually didn't put this one on my top ten. But, and it kind of is that I forgot about it a little bit. But I did love that bottle. It's so good. Yeah, it was a good product. I mean, it just was just absolute roller coaster of flavor. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah. I mean, I I could not stop sipping it. I mean, I even think in the episode we did with this, you kind of looked at me like, you're not talking. You're just going back to your glass <laughs> yeah, over and too. over again. <laughs> like, I, I just had fun with it, man. It was good. <laughs> no, I... I I totally agree with you, but rare breed rye for me at number six. It's funny because like when when I was thinking about my top ten, I was like, rare breed rye is going to be in there, and like I think I put it at number five initially, mm-hmm. but I was like, there's a couple other things that I liked even yeah. better than I did that, and that's but fine. It, yeah, but you also got to realize I'm sure there's an LE in your top five. <laughs> And <laughs> making a face, but I just well, like, it's just because there's a couple. <laughs> yeah. But rare breed rise somewhat accessible depending on where you live. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure as time goes on, it's just going to be more and more accessible. I, I kind of read rare breed rye this year, much in the same way that I did the four rows of small batch selective last year. 
Yeah. I think they're on very level playing fields in I the accessibility and the, the the quality. The proof on it gives it a lot of value as well. I I I think it's it's definitely Wild Turkey's best rye product that they've put out so far. It is. And even their 101 rye is good. It I, is. I think I personally still prefer the Russell single barrel rye. I think you do too. Depending on whether or not you get a good one, because they have an extreme amount of variety in their rye barrels. They do. They um, do. Cannot, if, I'll say it again, man. If they will ever let us do a rye single barrel of Russell's pick, I will get a loan out today. <laughs> I will put my house up for collateral. It, I, it's spare change yes i mean it's i i can't wait for it man all right number five number five i'm gonna let you go first my number five is the parker's heavy char bourbon parker's heavy char i freaking love this product man i do too man i loved it so much i I just like and i loved the heavy char rye last year yeah did i say heavy char rye before no i meant bourbon if i heavy char bourbon okay uh just i i kind of want to echo something that clifton said echo sarah as well because sarah's in love with that bottle yeah the the way that clifton put it was like it's the best elijah craig barrel proof that you've never had Okay, yeah, I can get behind you know, that. You know, like, yeah. it, it's, yes, it is LE. Yes, it does have the extra step of toasting, and, or excuse me, heavy char um, as well. But it just is so, it's just so good. It's just so it's good. It's good, man. And the proof is phenomenal. It 120. is. 120. I mean, I wish it was a standard thing that they would put <laughs> this kind of stuff yeah. out. Because yeah. really, I feel like that was the first product they've had that for a proof hound stands up against the single barrel knob Creek picks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like honestly they could have an entire barrel selection program based on that alone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would love that. I mean, yeah, you would have to wait quite a while for the, the stock. I'll to come be around in. in eight years. It's fine. <laughs> I'll hang out. I'll do my thing, man. <laughs> You've got a calendar specifically for waiting. Yeah. <laughs> for those to come out. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, mine was actually uh, a craft distillery, the Little Drummer, or the Whiskey, whiskey drummer? drummer. Whiskey Drummer, yeah. Dude, I, I had way too much of Chad's. <laughs> <laughs> I've had way too much of mine. Yeah, and, and yours, <laughs> which I'm taking a sample of today. Uh, but it's 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 so good. It's ridiculous. I know it's sourced. It has a lot of don't care. A lot of uh, Knob Creek esque yes, things going on with yes, it. Yes, it does. But it's just good, man. It's ridiculous. I, so first off, I want to say, um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show yet or not. Um, I had Neil Giraldo on the podcast. He's the husband of Pat Benatar, of course. Mm-hmm. And I he founded Steel Bending Spirits. And Whiskey Drummer was their big release. Yes. From Three Chord Bourbon this past year. And everybody was getting sent 200 mil bottles with like three ounces in them. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Neil at the end of the interview and he said he would send me some. And I was just fully expecting to get that same setup. And we would have been ecstatic. I would have been floored. For that. I would have been floored yeah. if that was how much we got. Instead, they blew my mind and sent me a whole 750 of this limited run of bottles. Yes. 
I just pissed my pants. I was so excited. Like, I don't know a better way to explain. Like, I opened the box and I just looked at it and my mouth hit the floor. Yeah. And it just stayed there. Even after I got done drinking it for the first time. Man. It blew me away. It was so funny. In I, case you can't tell, it might have been added onto my list, too. We're just not there yet. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the best part about it was is we had a we had a rep come into to the store. Uh-huh. And she was from uh, Three Chord. Yeah. And we you know, ordered some product in for her. We got it all in there. And I was just like... Do you, have any, do you have any whiskey drummer? Do you have any whiskey drummer? And she was like, no, we're just doing three standard releases. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And all then right, I like all, all right. day just kept talking to people about whiskey drummer. She's like, you don't carry that here. You don't have any. Why are we talking about this? Like she had that look on her face. She was super nice. You know, she was just like, we, we really don't. Shut up, we guy. Really, we really don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our 12-year, which is great. Mm-hmm. We have our rye, which I think is honestly my favorite out of the bunch. I well. really like the rye. Uh, and, I mean, it's just she was just, like, looking at me like, I'm glad you're excited, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I could not shut up about it. It was so good. Well, good for you. Um, yeah, that was number five? That was number five. That was number five. So, so number four. Number four, Bardstown Bourbon Company Discovery Series 3. Nice. I did love the Bardstown products this year, like we already said. Yes. I Even their Fusion 3. Their Fusion 3 was great. I was blown away by it. Yes. And their Discovery Series 4 technically came out this year. It did, but I haven't had it yet. I tried it. You're going to like it because it is a certain distillery, uh, Jim Beam, <coughs> heavy, very heavy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it, it is like a Jim Beam pick. Did you put the cough in the wrong place I there? I did, yeah, intentionally. Uh, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's good. It's I, good. I, I just I like three better. I sure. just like three better. Sure. I, I haven't, I don't think I've actually had Discovery 3. You either. are missing out. We will, we will find you a sample of I'm that. okay with that. I'd buy a bottle. You should buy a bottle. I'd buy a bottle. Uh, it, I'm down. It stood up to every bit of the BTAC line this year. Nice. It's it's phenomenal. Awesome. My number four was A120. All right. Which is now my new second favorite batch of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Mm. We ranted and raved about it at the beginning of the year. We did. It has held up for me. I still think it's an incredible batch of elijah craig barrel proof i've kind of lost that dusty flavor that i was getting on it originally see and that's what knocked it down for me it because that's why i have to revisit it b520 yeah kind of the apex for them for me yeah we might have to revisit it for you then i think that it's i it's it's so good Mm -hmm. um yeah c918 is always going to Reign supreme. It's so good for me. But A120, if I'm finding one, I'm snatching it up. Yeah. I mean, as you should. I'll be honest. There's not a single Elijah Craig barrel proof that I would be displeased with finding. No. If it was at retail or even at 80 bucks, to be honest with you, it's going home with me. (laughs) That's fine. I'm all for it. I'm even starting to rationalize paying more for the older bottles, too, like the old pirate style bottles. Oh, yeah. If so, you can find one of those under 150, it's a thought. It is. It's a definite thought. It is, for sure. All right. Number three. Top three. Here we go. William LaRue Weller. Ooh. This year's was great. 
There was no denying it, man. I don't disagree with you at it, all. On it that. dropped some of the floral notes that I kind of got on previous years that yeah. was just like, this is really good. If it would just pull this one thing out, it would be the best. Uh-huh. Did great this year, man. I have <laughs> zero complaints on that bourbon. There's just, and because it's at three, there's two that I enjoyed more for one reason or another. I enjoyed more. I'm not going to see this bottle again, more than likely. There's always a chance. It's just, I'm not going to see it again. Well, Swan, it's funny that you said that because I also had William Livery Weller at number three. Oh, man. <laughs> it's one of those you can't it's, talk about, man. I know, I know, because you either sound like a jerk about it or. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, I just. It's. It was like a return to form with WLW. It was. Because last year was good. Mm-hmm. The year before, I, I think, was just kind of average, if I remember correctly. But 2017 was unreal. It was. And this reminded me so much of the 2017 release. Yeah. So, I, I totally agree with you. But there yeah. were two things. That I enjoyed drinking more than William LaRue Weller this year. All right. Well, let's hear him, man. I'm going to let you go with number two All first. right. Number oh. two. Number two. Whiskey drummer. Whiskey drummer. <laughs> All right. I, I, again, I can't say enough good things about this bottle. I'm so, so fortunate to actually own one. Yeah. You know, and I've been, I've been. enjoying it with people you have you so, have very much been enjoying well, it. it i mean what do you want me to do man like well no they gave is, you that I treated, to share with people i yeah. treated this in the same way that i treat all of my other le bottles yeah. i get really excited about them and then i just drink it through them too quickly yeah you know and this was no different neil said <laughs> say neil like we're best buds now but when we were talking, we were talking about what the intentions of Whiskey Drummer were. I think I might have just figured out why he sent this full bottle to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the intentions were for you to sit down with people and enjoy it and share it and have memories made and conversations and laughs and everything. And he said, this was made for people like you and your dad. Yeah. And I was like, it, I, it didn't hit me until right now that that's probably why we got a full bottle of it. Yeah, well, he, he also sent it to you because it's like, we can't shut up about it. Yeah, exactly. Anyone we that's ha- not had literally it, have not been we're able just like, to. Here's an ounce. Here's an ounce. Here you go. Have this. Try this. I mean, how can you not, man? I know. I how know. How can you not? It, it, it's just phenomenal. Um, it was a real late addition for me as well. Yeah, but I mean, once once I got it, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So, what's your number two? Knob Creek Twelve Year Castro. <laughs> I've seen uh-huh. three different proofs of this bottle, uh-huh. and I've had three different ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> All fantastic. Yeah. There is yet to be an iteration of this that I did not like, and for I mean, just the reason it ranks so high for me is because. If you look at Elijah Craig, if you look at Larceny, if you look at Booker's, all of them have hits and misses. You know, I mean, they've got different parts of it where it's just this is done well, this is eh. this is that C plus that 
uh, you know, Professor Perry gave me over and over again. All three of these were great that I yeah. tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. You need to tell me something about your number one. I need to tell you something about my number one, Swan. <laughs> okay. Coming in at number one. Knob Creek cast strength 12 year for me, man. Yeah. I, it, I think this was the latest addition to my list or to my list for consideration. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm on board with you. I was blown away by the, by what I had. Mm-hmm from it this year it's so I, good I, I just can't i just can't get over yeah how freaking consistent and amazing these products have been and let me say something too we were complaining at the end of last year that these older picks were going away i get it now i totally 100 get it and i am not in the least upset about it no i mean as i just said it's my number one of 2020 yeah it just killed it it just it, killed it it did man. i agree with you i think it was way better than the bookers that came out this year it was leaps and bounds better than the elijah craig barrel proofs that came out this year there i like i have a hard time thinking about this not going at least one of these is going to be a 19 out of 20 yeah that's how strong i feel because you've had two right i've had two of them you've had two yeah okay. and let me which one's this Ah, right, here's the higher proof one. Yeah. So we can have some of this if you absolutely would be, finish wouldn't be opposed. Yeah, go for it. Oh man, I'm just so th- I, I'm so thankful that I got to try both of these proofs. Yeah. For one, and for most people, this is anywhere between a hundred and like eighty-ish bucks. Yeah. You know, um, and. It's worth every penny. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's stores that I'm sure have a 12-year pick on one shelf and then the 12-year cash drink on the other shelf for probably a good $40 difference. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to try it. The 12-year <laughs> cash drink, you have to. I totally agree, man. It's it's hard to justify, but it is just amazing. I don't think that it's that hard to justify. I think It's hard that to this... justify before you've tasted it. Okay, that is fair. But here's my thing. If you are looking for a high-proof, well-aged LE on the market that you might find comparable to something like the Antique Collection, yes, this is that bottle. I can't disagree. Whether it's the 120.5 or the 124.3, I, I just... This did it for me this year. Absolutely. This was absolutely it. And the, again, the fact that it came into the game so late for me and still came out on top. I, I, I just, I'm tickled. I'm just tickled. Are you ready for mine? I'm ready for your number one. Remember, I don't know what's, good, what's about to happen. Remember here. I told you it was going to be controversial? Yeah. It's a craft distillery. It's not Nulu, Adam Terry. Um, <laughs> the Boxer Grail Founders Collection. Wow. I loved it. Whoa. Yeah. That is out of left field. I loved that bottle. The presentation was amazing. I know it was limited edition, but it was it was just so good, man. I mean, I there was nothing about that bottle that disappointed. It was 
I don't even I don't go nuts over any of their other offerings, but this one specifically was fantastic. It had a nice warm to the chest, a little bit of clove, some tobacco, some honey. I mean, it was amazing. This is the the rye from Rabbit Hole, by the way. This is the rye from Rabbit yeah. Hole. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I love that bottle, man. Chad got one, and I, I went down to his basement to pack up some orders and help him out when we were doing a ton over Black Friday. He was like, yeah, I left that out. If you want to try it, go ahead. I had like a moment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I tried it with zero expectation. spiritual rebirth. <laughs> no people around me. Just sitting in a room with a bunch of t-shirts, and it was just like... <laughs> This is phenomenal. <laughs> like I, I could not get enough. Yeah, it was just so good, man. I, I, I loved that bottle. If I see it again, I'll pick it up. I saw yeah. three at work, and it has to sit on the shelf for twenty four hours. And I was like, well, they didn't say this shelf. <laughs> <laughs> so I really thought about it, but no, we had three people come in. They were super excited about it. Definitely went to some good people, but yeah. it, it was legitimately one. It was my favorite bottle this year. It was so original, and I know that there's plenty of other things that were amazing. But as far as just the overall experience, the packaging, I could not get over that what's, bottle. What's this controversial year. about this, though? I don't understand. Like it's a six you, year rye. It's just, I mean, that's what it is. It's right. a cast strength six year rye, and I, I totally understand that people are going to be like, "So you put William Larue Weller underneath?" I mean, yes, I did, but I mean. But if it's not as good, it's not as good. It's not as good. Yeah. I, I, and I mean, it's all subjective. I mean, you know, it is, man. not everybody's going to agree with it is half of what we said on here. No. But at no, the same time, you know, screw it. Yeah. I, I loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I was wish so I had to try it. excited about it when yeah. it came in. I would open the case and let people hold it. I was like, you've, <laughs> you've got to hold this bottle. Like it's your child. And yeah. they're just like, well, what do you mean? And they picked it up. And every single one had the same reaction. They would hold that bottle and they're like, oh, my gosh, this is heavy. And this is so <laughs> cool. And they'd, like, play with the embossing. And I was just like, and you've not even tasted it yet. Yeah. Like, it just, something about that bottle just excited me. Uh, and I, I loved it, man. So you're saying people should definitely go pick one up if they can. If you well. find it, I think it's worth retail plus a good 20 to $50. Wow. I think it's worth Dang. it. Dang. Yeah, yeah, I could get on board with that with the the Knob Creek, for maybe about a hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, I, I I think it would be totally worth it. Yeah, so it's a it's been a very strange year. I feel like not as strange as twenty nineteen was. Yeah, for releases, I think that we've had more consistently good releases in twenty twenty, but it it just was odd. Yeah, it and was it definitely wasn't what any of us. It was really it. odd because half my top ten was rye, almost half. It's really bizarre. Four out of six. I only had one. Yeah, I only had one rye in my top ten, but deservedly so. It was there. I, I again, rare breed rye, just yeah, chef's kiss. It's good, man. So that was our top ten for 2020. Man, I, I told you it'd be different. I know man. it is. It, it well, it was. It, yeah. Is slash was. Um, we're just going to keep rolling along, though. I mean, we're not taking any time off. We're going to keep doing episodes. Uh, you, though, are going to be gone for a few weeks. I will, yeah. Hopefully, with me being here on weekends, I can drop in. And if you can't, yeah, that's okay. So I've got plans. We've got some guest hosts lined up. Absolutely. So 
we'll we'll be fine. You go we'll you be. go work, you go take care of stuff, and when yeah. you come back I'll make sure that you have a seat warm for you. Nice. Okay. I can do that. I'm putting in a seat warmer on your leather club chair over there. Heck yeah. <laughs> All for it. Swan, I do believe that now it is time for our world-famous segment, Tips and Bits, where we recommend things to people. Not always bourbon-related. Sometimes it is. This week, what you, what you got, Swanee? All right. So did you ever watch the show on Netflix, Manhunt Unabomber? No, I've not watched Manhunt. Okay. there's It's a series. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. But it's not a series in this traditional sense of like, here's season one, here's season two. They do like one-off eight-episode seasons where they just deep dive into like just an entire case, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they posted one on Netflix yesterday and didn't say anything. Wow. And so I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I really mm-hmm. liked the Unabomber one because it was something that I wasn't really here for and I you know, got to learn yeah, about sure, it. Yeah, sure, of course. Um, and so they posted another one, and this one's entirely about the 1996 Olympic bombing. Oh, wow. Which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's great. It's like, it just grips onto you, and you just can't stop watching episodes. Huh. Like, I before I came here, I've never done this with this show, but I was like, I have 10 minutes. Let me get 10 minutes into this next episode, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go to Perry's. And yeah. I was just like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, it's great. <laughs> It's really good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out then. Absolutely. We started watching a show called Dead to Me. Okay. With Christina Applegate and, um, oh, shoot. What is her name? She's the lady who was in uh, Freaks and Geeks. I have no help to you right now. Can't remember her name. It's fine. Um, really good. Really good. It It started as a... I uh, I would say a dramatic comedy, mm-hmm. and the second season turned into more of a comedic drama, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get. I get it. Yeah. Um. Really good. I I've just enjoyed it so much. It was one of those shows where we were like, we just need something to watch, and people recommend it and everything. And I think the first season's better than the second, but it's uh it's also executive produced by Will Ferrell. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, uh huh. I that like came the up idea. in the credits, and I was like, "What is this?" I like the idea of him just being like, it "Has to be funny," and then just <laughs> taking a very serious undertone and just throwing jokes at it. There, I mean, there there are some lighthearted moments in there, yeah. but I mean, overall, it it's pretty. It's like a dark comedy. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I've also been watching this guy on uh on youtube and we're really more so facebook <clears throat> he's a he's a chef his name's Iton burnath e-i-t-h-a-n oh wait no excuse me e-i-t-a-n b-e-r-n-a-t-h and he's 18 years old really really super good at what he does most of his videos are pretty quick i mean they've mm-hmm. got a they've got a clip to him um he, he'll do a series where he tries like viral recipes Mm -hmm. you know crazy stuff like you can cook a steak in a microwave or you know making a grilled cheese with a clothing iron or something like that and seeing how it turns out and it's just it's just really cool it's not as you know lengthy as some of the uh some of the other chefs on youtube 
can be. And then I got Super Mario Odyssey for Christmas. I think I might have found one of my favorite games of all time. That's perfectly fine. In it. And maybe my favorite Mario game. Yeah. Truly. Bold, but I know. I know. But I I had a moment when I was playing it this afternoon. Just had some downtime and I was like, I'm gonna knock out a few few power moons. You know, just see what's going on. And of course it turned into like an hour or two. And like there's a moment in it that made me so happy I started crying. Like <laughs> It was just that level of investment that I feel like I have in the series. It just made me happy, man. It was it's yeah fun. I love Mario. So anyway, twenty twenty one, we're here. Yeah, it's we're gonna be doing a good one, it, man. I freaking hope so. I, I'm gonna make it one. <laughs> There's no other I'm, way. I'm not letting it be bad again. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of negative stuff that I'm gonna completely ignore. Uh huh. With safety guidelines. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> um. Hey, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us throughout 2020 as well. Uh, we had a really, really great year for listenership, uh, for downloads as well. Um, we had our two best months ever in 2020. Hands down, our yeah. best months ever. And that's all just because of you guys, for tuning into the show, for being consistent listeners, telling your friends about it, and you know, taking the time to invest in, in what we do. We're now entering... The fourth year of the podcast. Yeah. Which is insane. In 12 weeks, we will have episode 200. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sarah hit me with that earlier today. Sister Sarah. She was like, what do you got? Do you have something big planned for episode 200? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> for episode 190, we're going to be drinking Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> wrong anyway (laughs) i just want to offer a a very sincere thank you and um you know just you guys are the best you always have been you've always been so supportive i i know we're not the biggest bourbon podcast but i think we're one of the more fun ones of course we tight community yeah we really really do and uh you know it's growing all the time and that's all i don't want to wax too poetic there, I could go on for a while, but and thank you, Swan. Yeah, thanks for having me on all yes, the time. Absolutely, you said that like I force you to do this. No, at gunpoint. No, <laughs> well, I mean it is an audio medium for a reason, but no. <laughs> anyway, we will uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week. There are places where you can follow up with us on social media, though. Swan, where are those places for uh. you? I'm at SwanTBF on Instagram. And I am at BRitter1492 on all social media channels. You can follow the show itself on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at MyBourbonPod. You can also leave us a nice little review on whatever podcast app you are listening to. And we will read that review out here on the show. We've got one all the way from over in the UK. How about that? Nice. I... Can't see the name on this one, unfortunately, because I get this through a um, through another service, so it doesn't come through my 
my actual app, but it is five stars, and it says Bourbon Starved Brit. Uh, love this podcast from Perry and Swan. It's not as easy to get some of the more limited bottles over here in the UK, but I do love hearing their take on bourbon, life, and everything. Keep up, keep up, rather, the awesome work. And then he puts a thumbs up at the end. So to nice. you, Bourbon Starved Brit, I'm going to give you a big old thumbs up as well for leaving such a sweet review for us. Uh, on the podcast you can also find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com aside from the one place where you can get our official glassware which is at whiskeyambitions.com absolutely where you can find our this is my bourbon drinking glass Glen karens they're so nice man they're so good that's what we've been drinking out of this entire episode absolutely as well. yeah and they came directly from Glen karens so they're like they're the real deal they're official they are official aisle yes they're bona fide yes <laughs> uh, if you have questions or comments you can send them to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com you can also leave us a voicemail for our barrel ring segment which comes up from time to time at 859-428-8253 we'll listen to it here on the show and reply accordingly i go live on youtube every thursday night at youtube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast at 8 p.m eastern time here in the united states uh, let's see what else. You can head to facebook.com and search for this, my bourbon group, uh, which is where we all have our little, our little group, our little congregation, our little community. It's a great place where we give each other a really hard time and start random fights for no reason. Um, <laughs> that's so accurate. I really thought that entire group <laughs> was just going to burn to the ground that day. Um, that, yeah, thanks for that, Dustin. Um, <laughs> Hey, but also last but not least, if you would like to help support the show on a monthly basis or even a yearly basis, because we do have that available now as well, you can head to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast and for as little as a dollar a month, you uh, can help support the show for as little as $5 a month. You get all the bonus content, which includes the pregame chats. And this week we're bringing back last call. Last call. As yes. well. We're doing something, uh, we're doing something weird. Last call is going to be a, a hodgepodge for a little bit, but it's going to be fun. It will be, and eventually we'll get back to our uh, our fun little sketch episodes that we did for Last Call for a while, too. But there's a big old ca- a back catalog uh, as well. And the Patreon tiers are going to be uh, rearranged a little bit here now in, in the next couple of weeks. It's going to reflect some uh, some future endeavors that we have uh, and I think that it's something that people are going to be really interested in getting on board with and uh, just to just to tease it a little bit if you missed out on the on the riff miss pick and you're interested in finding out about future barrel picks from uh, from the Timbip group that's where you can find out about it first yeah. so head over there patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast that does it for episode 188 thank you all so much as always for listening i'm super excited for next week which is going to be hostile swan takeover 2 hostile swan takeover yep electric boogaloo yes (laughs) what a name yeah it's something isn't it can't wait for it we'll see you all then but until next week i'm perry and i'm swan and this is my bourbon podcast (laughs) 